this little beginning of episode intro means, uh, you might want to listen to this one with all the kiddos. Uh, there is no explicit warning, because it's not necessarily explicit, but it does get a little spooky. So, you've been warned. Welcome to the Fairy Godmothers Podcast. I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. I'm Dylan. And we are heading right into Halloween season, Dylan. Take us away and send us on a spooky ride. All I have to say is, this indeed is Halloween. Is Halloween. Is Halloween. We should Um, record the song saying indeed indeed. in there. (laughs) All right, guys. This is obviously the Halloween episode. We've mentioned it 12 times already. I just want to say thank you for coming back and that we are bringing the magic to you. All five of you. All five of you. <laughs> I'm sure the time is like eight. It's fine. Oh, y'all. Okay. So this week, I cannot get my camera to stay in place and I hate this. Guys, I just want you to know that when Dylan positions his camera, he makes full stage faces the entire time i have to i have to be in the moment i'm that person you're that person it's very dylan no i am not i just make sure my double chin isn't showing and then i adjust the camera and then i go back to (laughs) and then i go back i readjust to double chin mode as soon as the camera is in position i just got my new driver's license picture done and it was like you know from Zootopia where they're like uh when are you gonna take the picture and then they take the picture and so you look hideous <laughs> that's oh what I have for the next four years I'm so- like half smile and the double chin while turning slightly to the right like what are you doing <laughs> <It's so bad. laughs> wait they let you smile oh, in Colorado I got yelled at for smiling oh you're not allowed to smile in Colorado you cannot smile smiling it's against the driver's license law in Colorado. Yeah, well, I got yelled at. Anyways, I got the camera situated. Not that any Yay. of you can see. Um, but I just want to say happy, happy Halloween, guys. Um, I'm going to take us straight into our hoop-de-doo. Please uh, do. Please do the hoop-de-doo. Dylan, please do the needful and take us away. All right. This week's hoopty do is debate styles. Is the nightmare before Christmas Halloween or Christmas? Mm-hmm. All right, so Emma might have opinions. I do. Or she might be a car. I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get to, before we get to Emma. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can love it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so good. I should not be laughing this long on this recording. I need to stop. Oh boy. That was so good. 
Thanks okay. for coming back to the show, guys. You <laughs> <laughs> no, have to keep all that in. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm right, so I'm sorry. I'm going to start with Shannon. Because yeah. everyone's got the feeling. Yeah. Okay. So, my answer is Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie. Like, it just... If it has to be between those two, it is a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Jack doesn't actually change Halloween Town. It was released before Halloween, not right before Christmas. Uh, the atmosphere, visuals, style, and ending prove that it's just an all-around Halloween movie. Because at the end, he embraces the uniqueness of his town instead of trying to change it. And that's my little, quick little debate. I I have to agree with you. I am on the same side of it being Halloween. My aspect on it is the fact that it is all for like the chills and the thrills. Like he found somewhere else and he wanted to make that mine. That's mine. You know what that is? That's <clears throat> selfish. And that's taking. That's not Christmas. That's not a Christmas vibe at all period. Also, let's say we gave Christmas to a dead skeleton person, man. It didn't turn out very well. It turned out pretty dystopian. That's true. It was not, in my opinion, at all a Christmas movie, but back to Halloween. Oh my gosh, Emma's in here shaking her head. She's just shaking her head. She's been so quiet. She's like, if I start, I'm going to go off. So, and she's still just shaking time. the direction. <laughs> so, Nightmare Before Christmas is 1,000% a Halloween movie because of the themes it brings and mm-hmm. how it centers about the self. I agree. Emma, take it away with the debate. Um, Emma, do you, do you have I'm about to take this down the, down the court and shoot a three for the win because <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is neither a Halloween movie nor a Christmas movie. It is an and movie. It is Halloween and Christmas. And here's why. Because, first of all, spooks. Let's talk about spooks. Spooks are very Halloween. Am Ooh. I not right? I am absolutely right. Halloween is about the spooks, and there are all kind of cutesy little jump scares in the middle of all of this nightmare before Christmasness. However, <laughs> first of all, what is Halloween Town in? Let me tell you. A tree. What do we associate trees with? Christmas? Mm, mm-hmm. That's right. We associate trees. So are we saying that the Halloween town is inside a tree, which is inside a box? Is that why it's dark and decrepit? Because it hasn't... No, you guys saw the season's forest. Halloween town is in a tree. Easter town is in a tree. Christmas town is in a tree. And Turkey town is in a tree. And Valentine's Day town is in a tree, too. But we don't care about Valentine's Day town because I'm single. And so anyway... (laughs) Anyway... There it is. It is in a tree. We associate trees with Christmas. Also, it is a Christmas movie. The reason why is, Dylan, while you did make a wonderful point saying that, Halloween 
the Halloween part of the movie is about Jack making Christmas for himself. The ultimate end story is of Halloween Town coming together to celebrate the magic of Christmas while also embracing their Halloween uniqueness. And you know what togetherness is? Christmas. It's Christmas. When was the last time you watched a Hallmark movie and the man wasn't 1,000% selfish? Yeah, that's right, man. I am calling you out. The man wasn't 100% selfish trying to do his own thing, become the CEO of a business. But no, then he meets a girl and suddenly he's like, oh, together. And we're like, well, duh, that's the whole point of a Hallmark movie. Why else would you watch a Hallmark movie? Because at the end, they come together. And that is exactly what Nightmare Before Christmas does. It brings something spooky together. And in the end of the movie, they get to celebrate Christmas with the snow falling and Santa delivers them spooky presents. So therefore, it is an and movie. Halloween and Christmas. Halloween with friends and family. and No, I want all the candy for myself. See, I'm pretty sure I also went to school to be together with other people. Like, it wasn't a holiday thing. Yeah. I don't see how that debate adds into our argument at all. Because I don't see Christmas as, like, a together holiday necessarily. Like, I would I like to see some Patrick's Day is also a togetherness holiday. Get together, drink with the buddies. Thanksgiving, I would say, is a together holiday. Thanksgiving is a together holiday. However, if you go up to a Halloween door while trick-or-treating, and it's you and, let's say, mm, a best friend, cousin, or sibling, somebody that you know very well, if you go up to somebody's door, they're more cautious about the candy they give out. Let me tell you, they give you your sibling two pieces and they give you two pieces. And the two of you later have to fight over who gets what candy. It was easy for me because my brother was deathly allergic to peanuts. He still is. So I got all those candies. But if you go up to a door when you're trick-or-treating by yourself, you get so much more candy because they're like, oh, poor child, you're all by by yourself. You just need, let me give you more candy, you poor thing. And I'm like, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. And here's the thing. Christmas, you know what else you get? You get presents. And you know what this movie is? A gift. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. And I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. See? Mm, But it's not the gift you you expected is the thing. And the things that you don't expect are always during Halloween because they're scares and thrills. You cannot tell me people have never gone to a white elephant Christmas party and gotten things that they did not expect. I myself, and I have people to back me up, have gone to a white elephant party where one of the gifts was a toilet seat. Not a used one, a brand new one from Home Depot. But yes, a toilet seat, because white elephant gifts are supposed to be unexpected. Did you use that toilet seat? No, I did not. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Haley took that home. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Ugh. You've got some good arguments, but I just, I can't get past it. It's a Halloween, like, I don't, okay, let's say it's Christmas Eve. 
what is your choice of movie? Because I highly doubt it's The Nightmare Before Christmas. No, it's The Wizard of Oz, but that's a different story. <laughs> what? We'll talk about that when Christmas comes along. It's a long story. <laughs> it is a long story. It's also a short story and a long story. It's basically oh. a long story. But also, here's the thing. And this one, this I will say is my final argument because beyond this argument, I have no other reason to believe that this is anything other than a Christmas and Halloween movie. Disney Parks officially celebrates Nightmare Before Christmas from beginning the first week of September through January 1st, making it a Halloween and Christmas movie they take the haunted mansion they take the haunted mansion down because the haunted mansion is spooky and that is up all year but they take the haunted mansion and they make it into jack's nightmare before christmas mansion so it is haunted and christmas and i can vouch that it gets very chilly in there and smells like gingerbread (laughs) But there are also ghosts present. So that is my final argument. I run my life off of the Disney Parks calendar. Meaning, yes, I run my Halloween season from August all the way through the end of October. And Christmas from the beginning of November all the way through January 1st. Uh, sometimes a few days into January. So therefore, night before Christmas, because I run my life on a Disney calendar, is a Halloween and Christmas movie. That is my closing argument. That's a lot. That was amazing. Thank you. You can't see her, but she did this little just like sassy head shake thing. Like, I know I'm right. Like she she won this debate. In case anyone was wondering, being right is something that brings me great joy. Let me know the next time you feel it. (laughs) Right now. Right now. Oh. I love you, Emma. You better. But I'm telling you that I'm watching it right now. Not during Christmas. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> this this isn't part of my argument anymore. But if it comes on, so like Freeform does their um, 31 days of Halloween, and then they do the countdown to Christmas in the month of November, but then they do Christmas movies in December. Um, well, holiday movies in December, I should say. If it's going to be on TV and it's on in the month of December, Dylan, do you watch it? No, because the the mood is wrong. Okay, I do. I'm. Uh, we're gonna have to pay attention to the schedule and see if it's on. It was on last year, and that's probably I think why I watch it so much because that's the only channel. That and Hallmark are the only two things that are on in my house that in fall good. and winter. That sounds accurate. Mm -hmm. And Disney Plus, because (laughs) Disney Plus. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Shannon. No problem. (laughs) All right. Well, that was my best friend pays for my Disney addiction. (laughs) Honestly, it helps that I already have a Disney addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Ooh, guys, well, the that... Headless Horseman is on my TV. I'm sorry I keep interrupting, the but the Headless Horseman. Like the Sleepy Hollow movie? Uh, This one's Mr. Toad and Ichabod Crane. Oh, that's right. But oh boy, I'm so excited for the Johnny Depp version too this Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, Dylan, get me out of my haze. All right, guys. Now that we've debated and we've established that the movie may or may not be a Halloween or Christmas movie. It is both. Sure. <laughs> I love you, Emma. Anyway, let's move on on to the next nightmare of the night. I want to know what Disney movie seems like a dream to you, but is actually your nightmare. Um, This this one's a little deeper. This one's a little tougher. I struggled on how to word this, and I probably didn't nail it. Um, So I will go first. I will, I will throw out one of mine first. Um, I have two, by the way. I okay. okay. Um, but the first one is The Lion King. Ah, it's amazing. The best part is, is like, you live your life, you're growing up, you're learning the best, the best that you could bestly be. The best you. Best. Um, and then all of a sudden... You see your father fall to his death and be trampled by wildebeest. Now, I'm not necessarily fearful of, like, watching people be stamped by wildebeest, but I am mortally terrified. I would be terrified to watch somebody get trampled by a wildebeest. What is wrong with you, Dylan? Okay, but, like, what are the odds? In Africa, probably really high. Yeah, probably really high. I'm in Colorado. I'm in Colorado. If there's a wildebeest here, I hope it's behind the gate. If we have any African listeners listening, I am so sorry. I also apologize. That's not how I meant to word that, but <laughs> hey, it's Disney, and they did it first. They um, did. It's true. We cannot so deny that. What I mean is that I fear... Seeing repercussions for others that I fear I did to them. So, like, Simba thinks that he killed his own father when we all know it was his uncle. Um, that's not the point here. But my mortal, my big fear is that I am going to cause big harm or devastation to someone's life that I caught. That I care so much for. It's terrifying. Like, a small little mistake... And it could be over, he thinks, you know? And I just, I live in that anxiety bubble my entire life. It's awful. But I love the movie. I just, I hate that moment because it's, it's real. It's too real. So that's one of mine. Who wants to go next? I can go. I mean, Dylan, do you want to do both, like one after the other or no? Not particularly. Okay. Okay. All right. Because I have two as well. Um, Because I have two worst fears. um, Loneliness and betrayal. Uh, So for loneliness, 
because it gets me every single time I watch this movie. It's the fox and the hound when oh. Todd is just left in the woods alone to fend for himself, and he doesn't really understand what's happening until she's gone all alone and it just hits me every single time i can't watch the fox and the hound without crying and just like walking away after that scene it hits me too hard um hard it's so hard you just took that to a whole other emotional level yeah i can't i'm ever since i was little like this every time i've watched this since the first time i've watched it I can't. I am a sobbing mess. Um, And then another moment that hit too close to home that just like shredded my heart apart uh, that ties into betrayal is when uh, Stefan cuts Maleficent's wings off and she's going through just all of that pain and shout out to Angelina Jolie for making me feel what she was feeling on the screen because just it was heart-wrenching it was heart-wrenching and this is I mean that's how I feel when someone breaks my trust because I don't open myself up to a lot of people and this so it has happened more times than I wish it didn't but that's how I've felt True. when someone has broken my trust, when someone has betrayed me, uh, when someone has lied to me. I am Maleficent just sobbing slash screaming slash shaking. That's how I feel. Like the back is just totally ripped apart and just shredded and mutilated and just ugh. Those it, are my two. It, it's awful because if you take that another step forward, it also leaves you like bare and exposed. Like, oh, exactly. Like, and for someone like me that can't even do, like, I just struggle. I've struggled with trust forever. Yeah. I can't even trust falls with my husband. You know, <laughs> like I, because I do, I trust him so much. But it's still that just level of vulnerability that I can't bring myself to accomplishing. You know, right. will I catch him and go out of my way to make sure he doesn't fall or what? Yes. Yes. Right. Because, it, but for me, it's, I can't be that vulnerable again, because if I do, then I'm going to end up with my back shredded again. You know? That's heartbreaking. Right. Oh, that's tough. Have you guys seen the trailer for the Eternals movie? Yes. That scene when Icarus, you see him screaming and the uh, light is shooting from his eyes? Yes. Funny enough, I mean, yes, Angelina Jolie is in that movie, but it totally reminded me of that exact scene. Like, just that snippet of him screaming. Mm -hmm. That looks like somebody who was betrayed or somebody who was hurt. Which I think I know why he was betrayed or hurt. But it looks like the same thing. And I can't help but wonder if Angelina Jolie had anything to do with kind of helping him train for that scene. Because he looks so hurt in that scene. And sometimes, like, screams like that only come from grief or devastation right 
Daniel Radcliffe was screaming in Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And you actually, like, look look into, like, the story behind that scream. Or um, Elizabeth, who plays Wanda Maximoff and her mm-hmm. scream in oh. Ultron. Like, and you you understand, like, what emotions that they, like, had to go into for those moments. And yeah. the, it just, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps because the actors that are able to do things like that, I, they hold a special place in my heart. Right. Because they're, they're laying it all out on the line for us. They are. And as someone who can't be that vulnerable, I can respect that they are that vulnerable to people that will tear them apart online and in interviews and just total respect total respect Mm. those are those are harsh yeah Mm -hmm. those are really good picks though for the topic talk about nightmare i'm actually surprised i didn't choke up or tear up because i was when i was writing all of this out i got a little emotional it's probably because you were talking about the fear side of it more than the emotional side of it uh, like the fears that come from all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma, what do you have? Well, I tried to scour my brain for a uh, movie full of statues, but let me tell you something. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Um, but there is some real human fear behind having a fear of statues and mine comes from a fear of death which a lot of people of course do have a fear of death but um I and we I said I would talk about this on the podcast at some point a while back but um I when I was younger I had a friend he was my best friend and he was diagnosed with uh brain cancer He had a tumor on his brain and he, uh, after a few years of living with cancer, eventually, um, was taken way too soon from us because of it. And because of that, I have always had a fear of death. And I also have a lot of weird fears that are associated specifically with his death. Um, but I have this weird, like, disconnect in my brain between things that in my brain should be living and things that are not. And so when I see a human that is in human form but isn't breathing or moving or blinking, like, my brain freaks out. And I, like, I can function around statues that are animal, oddly enough. But human statues, I can't, I can't do it. But I know exactly where it comes from. It comes from that fear of, of death and not seeing humans living. Um, like, I, yeah, I don't go to funerals. And I know that majority of my family hates me for it. But, but I, I can't do it. It's too much of a fear for me that I am not ready to face. Because there is a part of me who is still eight years old grieving my best friend. And so, yeah, couldn't couldn't think of a movie that came from that um or came from that but it did 
make me think about um oh gosh uh frozen and when they lose their parents and I uh, anybody who knows me knows I am I'd like to think I am best friends with my mom are we best friends probably not but (laughs) I like to think I'm best friends with my mom but the idea of losing her freaks me out like nobody's business and then like Anna having to be alone and grieve by yourself and yeah, sure, there's the palace staff there that you kind of have to make your family at that point, but I don't want to have to force people to be made my family. Like, family is is family on purpose, and sometimes your chosen family is your chosen family on purpose, but it doesn't make them any less family, in my opinion. Um, 1,000%. So, Frozen easily one of my just biggest fears. Um, speaking of Frozen, it has my other fear um most people would look at this and be like it's a fear of rejection fun fact it is not um but it's it's in a way kind of the fear of betrayal and when most people know when i talk about betrayal and i talk about frozen they think of one specific scene with hans and anna tries to cut her head off oh no i wasn't even thinking about that that one No, that one's just traumatic. Um, no, I'm thinking of the scene when Anna is literally freezing to death, and Hans leans in and says, "If only somebody loved you." Uh huh. Yeah. When okay, y'all. The entire audience gasped. Yes. In that theater, I started crying. I my, my blood is shook. boiling all over again. <laughs> I cannot tell you how mad I just made myself by saying that out loud. <laughs> I, okay, so and we're just going to get all nice and personal. I just recently went through one of the hardest breakups of my life that eventually did end in me feeling a little triumphant um, in the end of the breakup. But that to, all that to say, like, don't, do not ever, 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 if I teach you guys nothing else, do not tell somebody you love them and then go back on your word. Don't. If you loved them, you loved them. If you say, you know what, I loved you then, but I do not love you now, that does not negate the fact that you loved them when you did. Don't Period. you ever tell somebody that you did not love them. And I will, I will fight anybody. You guys heard me in the debate earlier, but I will go head to head with anybody who says Hans didn't feel anything for Hannah in that opening scene when we met him. He 100% felt something. He had to. He had to. There's no way he didn't feel anything. And he had to amplify that feeling in order to get even closer to her. Yes. Yeah. And we do know, yes, the three of us are three of the most non-naive people because we have been tricked by so many people but Mm -hmm. I also know I've been tricked by enough people to know they don't do any actions without feeling that action first so all that to say Mm -hmm. I have a real fear of being tricked and I have I wouldn't call it a fear, but I have a real 
anger towards people who go back on their word, especially when it comes to loving somebody. Especially. So, uh, my fear would be uh, literally freezing to death on a couch and the man that I thought loved me says, if only somebody loved you. Trust me, I'd get real hot real fast. I honestly don't know what I would do. I would probably internally panic, look at him, and then just like, leave. I would have I'd have to leave. I'd have to be like, you said this to me, but I don't think it was real. I'm going to have to process what you think you think you said. Uh, I know just enough to be dangerous when it comes to somebody hurting me. And I also know that the human finger has a density of a carrot. However, our brains don't let us bite it like a carrot because it's a finger. However, I've like I would like to think that if I'm biting let's say someone else's finger, it would come off real fast. Real fast. Pull a smeagol over here. Oh, are you kidding? Oh my gosh. Are you what? kidding? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I totally understand that. That makes sense. Ooh, here's a hot debate. What is more of a fall drink to you. Apple cider or pumpkin spice? Apple cider. Apple cider. I'm not a pumpkin person. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. The only thing that's good is pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin pie. I threw up on it once as a little girl, and ever since then, I can't. Oh, I feel like I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Like the smell of cinnamon. Can't really do. Really? I I didn't know that. Yeah. My mother-in-law makes like the cinnamon candy Mm -hmm. around the holidays and she'll warn me before I come over. Hey, I made cinnamon candy because I will get nauseous and get a migraine and I'll have to leave. Interesting. But that's a psychological one. One day when you're pregnant, you're going to crave cinnamon, and it's going to be funny to me. It'll be funny to me. It'll be funny to me until I start getting sympathy symptoms. Yeah. It happens with all of my friends. I don't come back to you. I just want a house, and then as soon as I have a house, I'm popping out those babies like crazy. By babies, I mean two, and then I'm done. can't do it i used to nanny for three and that was a handful Mm -mm. i would just like to point out that uh johnny appleseed just pulled an apple pie out of the oven with his bare hands we got so off topic (laughs) we got here because i was talking about my fears and my yeah, about uh, appendages. Oh yeah, Dylan, what's your what's your second movie? So yeah. my second movie is Tangled. Ooh, mm. okay. Please tell us more. The entire premise of her being locked away and trapped and manipulated by someone who's close to her and lies to her for their own personal work it's awful 
It's awful. Mm-hmm. Bye. Welcome to my entire life. I just, I, my entire life, sometimes it feels like that. And then I went to college and I was like, okay, cool. We finally mm-hmm. got out of the tower. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. leave college and you're like, cool, I'm on this adventure. Mm-hmm. But like, is it worth it? Is it anything? Is it terrifying? And then come to find out the entire rest of your life is that moment. <laughs> yeah. So mine is um, that movie because I don't know what just happened. There's only, where'd Emma go? I'm still here. She's here. I'm just in the corner of my screen. Oh, weird. Um, But that's, that's, that's my, that's one of my biggest fears is being somewhere where you're being treated and you're loved, but in all actuality, you can't go anywhere. You can't leave. You're stuck in that moment. But you know can't what? Have it's your own ideas, right? It's beneficial for them. So, like, I get a little work. It's fine. <gasps> mm. Can't be your own person. No, right? Yeah. And then, and then when you do get out and you are able to be your own person, you don't know what the heck to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what personality I have. I don't know what hobbies I have. I don't know. Because you were too busy being something for someone instead of being your own person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yup. Yup. My pitch hasn't been going up at all. All right. Emma is not on my screen. It's fine. I don't need to be on your screen. I mean, you haven't been on my screen all night. But. Oh, is it because of where I'm sitting? Yep. There you are. Now you're on my screen. Okay. <laughs> That's my second but, movie and my nightmare. But Dylan, I, I've lived that nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel it. Yep. Deep. That's Do fine. Do you want to close this episode out? And then we can switch over. I mean, do you have anything else? No. Well... If that's everything, then I guess <laughs> we should probably switch over to Emma because I hear news? I hear there's news. Not only news, there is a trip report, y'all. An actual trip report. Y'all, Emma is back from Disney World and we should probably listen to her. So Emma, take us away. Okay, so I am back from the trip, and where I left off was I was sitting in Hollywood Studios uh, waiting for my friend. Uh, We enjoyed a lovely dinner at Mama Melrose's. I cannot recommend that restaurant enough. It was so good. Uh, If you're a fan of garlic, which I am, uh, that's the place to get some freshly roasted garlic. It was so soft, you could just like spread it on a piece of butter. It was amazing. The next day, we went to Magic Kingdom, and it was beautiful outside. Um, If you want a recap of that, definitely go check out my highlight reel on Pumpkins to Carriages for all of the beautiful pictures I got that day. Um, We 
rode quite a few rides, not all of them, but quite a few. Uh, we had a lovely lunch at a beer guest restaurant, also really good. Um, if you need something to order, order the kids mac and cheese. It was amazing, um, but overall a great day. Uh, after Magic Kingdom Day, we had our Epcot Day, which was delicious. Got to eat and drink around the world. Um, also got to ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, I used all the tips and tricks I could get for getting a boarding, boarding pass for the virtual, for, virtual queue for that ride. And we got group number one. So we got to go ride on that ride and it was super cute. Um, also loved seeing all the pavilions again and oh my gosh, Harmonious was phenomenal. Cannot recommend that show enough. If I could, I would sit and watch that show every single night. Uh, Enchantment is not my favorite for a number of reasons, but I would easily sit and watch <laughs> Harmonious over and over again. Other than that, um, our last day was a mix of Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Again, another lovely day. Um, so much fun. We did take a day after that to go to Universal. It was the only brutally hot day on our trip, um, but if you want to hear more about our time at uh, Universal Studios, just let me know and I will give more information about that. Anywho, back to the pod. separate uh, news recording just for Disney Genie. Uh, Disney Genie premiered on October 19th and I was of course in the parks that day. I got to use it and while everyone was very nervous about this product that Disney rolled out, I have to say it was honestly one of the best decisions we made on our entire trip. I loved Disney Genie. We were able to accomplish so much with it. I even had one friend who went off on her own for a few hours and tested the waters herself and she found she really enjoyed it. She got a lot done in a short amount of time uh, just by using Disney Genie. Um, it seems like it's going to be something great moving forward. I like that there's a lot of free lightning lanes and the ones that we paid for were 100% worth it. I mean, Rise of the Resistance had it been on Disney Genie the, or had Disney Genie been there the day that we were at Hollywood Studios, I would have used it and paid for Rise of the Resistance. It was that great of a ride and I would have been happy paying for it. So on your next Disney trip, highly, highly, highly recommend using Disney Genie or Disney Genie Plus. They have a free and a paid option. The paid option is $15 per day. Highly recommend it. Budget it out into your Disney trip. That's all. Now we're actually going to go back to the pod. Thanks, thank Emma, you. Yes. Thank, thank you, you, Emma. Wow, Emma, you did such a good job. Guys, I love her. She's I do too. Yeah. She's she's my favorite person other than wow. my husband. She's <laughs> she's living her best life whenever she's at the parks. She's the rest queen. of the time, I genuinely don't know what she's doing, but that's fine. That's why she is the way she is. Genuinely, the rest of the time, she is too busy living her life while imagining her life in the park. <laughs> that is 1,000% true. <laughs> <laughs> Those oh, yeah. Maybe the- one day we'll get her back to the parks. 
we will that's the goal the goal the single most important goal that she has is to get herself back in the parks i guess that's all because we're distracted and off topic and life is cray cray right now so Mm -hmm. you know what you should follow us on instagram spotify youtube wherever you get your podcast you can also email us at the fgmz at gmail.com you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and you can also follow us on facebook we're there we love you guys we know we'll see you here again you guys have a good week bye-bye thank you for don't let your fears become you facts